men be expected to bring more to the table than they ever have in order to please women who bring less to the table than they ever have? Because the man is the provider, baby. Why are women typically spoiled beyond their needs while men are typically deprived of their basic needs? Because <laughs> women deserve more. Why do women often choose to make lists of what they want in a relationship rather than what they bring to the table? Because it's women first. The man is there to accommodate for our needs. What does a woman bring to the table? Knowledge, common sense, um, pussy. <laughs> what makes you think that money is the main factor in what a traditional relationship is? Because it's not about you making him making more than you. If we talk about tradition, the woman wasn't working. One was at the crib. Like, Big Mama was at the crib raising them 10 kids that they was having back in the day because birth control was trash. They, she was at the crib. So it's like, again, my livelihood is tied to this man. So it's like, of course I'm going to stay. Because, like, a lot of these older people, like, they like to harp, harp on tradition and say, you know, yeah, you know, the divorce rates was way lower back in the day than they are now. True. But it's because her livelihood was tied to do. Today... Most women are making their own bread, getting their own bags, setting Correct. up their own plays. So it's like, I'm going to be way less willing to tolerate bullshit. And bullshit meaning families across the tracks. Bullshit meaning a bunch of stepkids. I'm cheating on you. I'm doing whatever the case may be. Because your livelihood is not tied to them. My friends, welcome to the Shuki Sheard Podcast. Where here we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. You know, I actually really like um, getting the clips before the show and playing them because I listen to them back in my headphones when we're playing them for the show. And I realize, <laughs> gentlemen, did you realize that there was a time, not just in America, but in the world in general, when women actually appreciated men no i know there are women out there who still exist okay i don't want to get into that discussion but gentlemen did you realize there was a time when women actually appreciated what you did for them they actually appreciated that you went out there to make this bread and you put in the hard work and they actually appreciated it it wasn't just something you have to do or were expected to do can you imagine there was a time when that existed, when that attitude wasn't the exception, it was the rule. Can you imagine that? I mean, it is sometimes, it is in some places in the world still. It's just not the mainstream anymore. My friends, welcome to the show. Uh, we're talking today about a topic that I think really needs to be discussed, and it is discussed by other, com by other content creators, but it's something that I've touched on in the past. If you watch some of my other videos, it leaks out here and there because it's, it's firmly what I believe. And so we're really going to get into my personal philosophy today. We're going to touch on some facts. We're going to really kind of leave the microphone open to you and because I really want people to know they're not alone on this, especially men. Gentlemen, if you're a younger guy like, or you're you know, more in your 20s like me, or you're older, your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever, you know what I'm talking about when I say that men are just not interested in relationships anymore. I've actually discussed this with multiple, both guys my age and guys older than myself up to like 60, 70, and it's really interesting to see different people's perspectives on this issue. 
because everybody has their own theory. Everybody has their own idea. Everybody has their solution to this problem as to why. First of all, I don't think it's a problem. I think it's a reaction. And for anybody who knows anything about sociology, when you go one way, you'll come back the other. And that's what we're seeing today. Gentlemen, there's a time in American history and in world history, in fact, when men could get away with whatever they wanted because women were kind of stuck. Now, I'm not arguing that's good or bad. What I'm saying is it happened. And now we have the exact opposite where women can get away with whatever the hell they want. And we're, as men, we got to deal with it. But don't don't be fooled by the feminists. Don't be fooled by the, the gump men. Don't be fooled by the simps and the thinking that this is going to last forever. It's not. We are one disaster away from this entire dating marketplace being completely turned on its head. Now, I'm not wishing for that disaster. I don't see how I would gain from that. But my friends, the dating marketplace is not what it once was. And we need to really dive into this issue of why men are walking away. Now, I think it's a great idea. Personally, I do. Because, look, I want to ask you something. You, gentlemen listening to the show, what do you gain from your relationship? Yes, I said it. What do you gain from your relationship? What is it that you think your wife, your girlfriend, your friends with benefits, whatever you have, what is she giving you that's valuable to you? What value do you get from your relationship? Because I guarantee you, you give a lot because men are inherently givers and women are inherently receivers. I mean, for God's sakes, have you had any, taken any kind of anatomy class? It's, it ranges from everywhere, from our basic attitudes and our biology, uh, how our so, how our socioeconomic system is set up to even our sexual organs. Everything is designed for men to be givers and women to be receivers. So don't, don't think that I don't realize that. The problem is people like to double dip the system. They want you to give, but then they also want to just they want to receive, but they don't want to actually kind of give you a return on your investment. They want to just take the principal and, and run. They want to just take what you give them, make it their own, and leave. Instead of you giving them and they receive, but then you get a return on your investment. That's not happening as much as it used to anymore. That's what the family really is. is the man gives the woman a nest, uh, comfort, security, protection... And then the children are a byproduct of the woman rewarding the man, basically. It's it's the woman having enough provisioning for her, enough security, and enough of a nest for her to have children, which she gives back to the man. That's how that works. Except they'd have you believe that, oh, you as a man, you're privileged to give everything away to a woman. It's your privilege to fund their entire existence and give them everything they ever wanted while you might get lucky. You ever heard that expression? You might get lucky. Can you imagine being getting lucky with the person who you're financing their entire existence and if you were to disappear, their entire lifestyle would just crumble to pieces? Yeah. 
how is that getting how is that lucky for you see that's that's why we're having this conversation today what are men actually getting because a dry well can't give water and too many men out there are dry wells with they're just like oh yes dear yes dear happy wife happy life like they're just waiting for the undertake they're waiting for the grim reaper to pull up on them and just take them out of their misery so many men are in that boat where they're just like oh my i can't take this this is just oh oh yeah so many men are in that state of just can this woman stop talking oh my i can't take it anymore in fact you won't believe what i brought I, look this is a symptom of the problem i'm gonna show i'm gonna share this with y'all look at this so i looked up why are men going their own way i mean i know why but I wanted to see what the internet had to say. Here's what they said. It says, at the center of the uh, MGTWL, the, the MGTOW ideology, is the notion of male separatism and the belief that society has been corrupted by feminism. It says, the MGTOW movements are misogynistic. Oh, ooh. you hear that, gentlemen? And anti-feminist. Wait a minute. So, hold on a minute. So... If MGTOW is, quote, um, misogynistic, which it is not, and anti-feminist, if they're saying it's anti-feminist, does that mean then that the feminists are misandrists? So if you, if you're MGTOW, you're going your own way, doing your own thing, you can't be bothered, um, whether it's intentional or unintentional, if you're a misogynist, which I don't think you are, and I'm not, if you think that you're, if they think you're a misogynist and you're an anti-feminist, does that mean that feminists are misandrists? I don't know. Let me know what you think, because I think that's what you can't have it both ways. If one is one while opposing the other, then the other has to be the other. That makes sense. If you can do one plus one and equal two, then you can't. Otherwise, you're just don't know reality. Um, this they believe they believe that feminism has made women dangerous to men. OK. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to like, hold on, give, give me a minute. I'm just going to like rub my eyes for a second. Um, let me get, let me, let me set the record straight. Men are not afraid of women. No, we're not. We're afraid of other men. We are not afraid of women. I don't think of a single time in human history where men have been afraid of women. We're not afraid of women. We are afraid of what the other men will do to us based off of the women. That's what we're afraid of. We're not afraid of the ladies. We are biologically stronger than them. We're not afraid of you. We are afraid of what you will get other men to do to us. That is what we're concerned about. We're concerned. We're not concerned about you. We're concerned about what you will get your gup pookie to pull up on my block and get me. We're concerned about what you'll do and tell the judge or the lawyer at the family court who will then come after me. We're concerned about what you'll tell your friend who will tell their friend who will tell some hitman who will come after me. Oh yeah, I don't think that doesn't happen. That's what we're concerned about. We're not concerned about you. We're concerned about what you will get another man to do to us. I don't understand where this notion came from that men are afraid of women. We're not afraid of women. We're afraid of what that woman will tell some other dude who will then do something to us. That's what we're concerned about. Because make no mistake about it, there are a lot of gumps who will believe anything that a woman says. I don't think you should believe anything anybody says just because it's someone saying it. You should verify everything that is told to you.
That includes what I say, what anybody says in the world. Because if you're not doing that, you're being gulled. Or you're putting yourself at a very high risk to get gulled. My friends, I don't... See, this is, this is the kind of problem we're talking about. We're not afraid of you. We're not. We're afraid of what you'll get the system, or your pookie, or whoever to do to us. That's what we're afraid of. Are you afraid? Am I, am I speaking on a turn for anybody out there? I don't always move from a place of fear. I move from a place of acknowledgement, responsibility, and survival. Let me ask you something. What in marriage do you think would be worth it for you? What aspect of marriage is most important to you? Is it the quote love? Is it the children? Is it the companionship? Is it the intangibles like the stuff that they promise that they don't do? What is it? What is it that they really bring? Because I can tell you what you bring to the relationship. Men tend to bring tangibles. Women tend to bring intangibles, which is why they can promise you the moon without really promising you anything. You might not see what I'm saying, but look through that filter at your relationship or someone else's relationship or we go on the internet for God's sakes and you'll see it. You just need to use the right filter and then you'll start seeing things for the way they are and not the and take off the blinders that society has given you. Because make no mistake about it, I'm not trying to demonize women by telling you this. I'm trying to enlighten you to see things for how they are and not how you wish they were. Because the more you do that, the more you're setting yourself up for failure. The more you're setting yourself up to live in a fantasy world that's not real and then get mad about not living in the fake world. Women don't love men for who they are. They love you based on what you give them. It's... It is a transactional relationship. That's why I don't understand this idea of, of, look, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not telling you to do something illegal. I'm just telling you that I think of marriage as being a very high form of prostitution. Because, think about it, you're paying to play. And you're paying very high, by the way. High, big, rolling money. But you're still paying. You will never get something for free. You're always getting it for a fee. Never is it free. Never. Nothing is free. And if you know anything about the laws of power, you will learn to despise the free lunch because it is a, it is a deception. It is not free. In fact, you will either pay on the front end or on the back end. And you always pay more on the back end than on the front end because they got you. And you have to pay. Otherwise... You're in trouble. My friends, I don't want you to walk out of this out of the show today hating women. Red pill rage, not a good place to be in. I don't want you to be there. I want you to understand the world. And then so you can adapt your personal philosophy accordingly. So you can live the best life possible. And you can live a fruitful, amazing, and fulfilling life. That's what my desire is for you. Now, what you choose to do is entirely your choice. But I want you to know reality and not live in a fantasy. Fantasies are fine and they control the environment, not in your life. Not in your life you live every day. Dangerous. Very, very dangerous. <laughs> Gentlemen, the world's a complex, confusing, and all-consuming place.
if you want to be the best, you need to be able to tolerate very harsh realities and you have to defeat very very tough monsters whether they come from your past or whether they're in the present fighting you in the courts in your profession in your personal life doesn't matter you must remain strong and you must brace yourself like a man and stop blaming other people for your problems take some gosh dang responsibility for yourself please do not be a victim become a victor If you have any questions, concerns, comments you want to leave on your way out, you can hit me up on Twitter at SheepGetSheared. You can leave it in the comment section of the video that you're watching if you're watching on YouTube or on Rumble. If you're on audio, you can go over to Twitter or you can head over to the YouTube um, comment section. It's up to you. Well, my friends, until next time, I wanted to give you leave you with this. Life is complicated. And you will make mistakes, but it's what you learn from those mistakes that will separate you. And whether you choose to live in fantasy and let people gaslight you, or you live in reality and you stop playing these games and you start getting those games. My friends, God bless you. God bless your family. And God bless America. We're out of here. Peace. Have a great day.